Yeah, Barry Tran with the Oklahoma. And Paul, is, is there anything a defender can do with the way the game's gone in terms of those 36, 37-foot three-pointers? When you defended it about as well as you can, at some point you've got to let a guy shoot that, don't you, and, and just live with the results? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a bad shot. Um, I care what anybody says. That's a bad shot. Uh, but, hey, he made it. That story won't be told. That it was a bad shot. Nigga, please. Nigga! Episode 31! What's good? What's up? How you? It's me. It's Mark. Is it freestyle? I was, about no. to, I was about to make the beat real quick. No, it really wasn't a freestyle. It's just, I just think, you know, it's just the way my voice is and the energy that I put out. It sounded so back to back to back like that. We're coming through with the theatric, the theatrics yeah. this week. He yeah. is Jeff and I and Mark. Another wonderful week in the world of the Apple Sport and the NBA playoffs for you to cover. Mm-hmm. And I'm in such a good mood. Jeff is in such a good mood. I'm solid, man. I'm real good. So much of a good mood. I got to, I got, I you know what I just gotta do? I just gotta drop some early air horns. By the time that you, yes, you, are hearing this podcast, whether you're on the Spotify team, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, shout out to everybody that is listening. By the time that you hear Whatever this, the fuck you on? Yeah. Jeff will know what happened with Endgame. Yeah. I will know what happened with Endgame. <clears throat> will we spoil it for you? Of course not. Of course not. We're not those type of guys. I would never, I would never do that. But the whole world is out right now, checking out Avengers, whether you got a evening ticket, a nice little Friday night ticket, if you've seen it throughout the weekend. Little 4 a.m., little 4 a.m. ticket. You know I, I really feel sorry for you if you're watching this movie at 4 a.m., you know? 3 a.m. I mean, that may, that, that's their that's they go-to, man. It could be just what they end. It could, it, could it could be your slide. It could be your 3 a.m., yeah. 4 a.m. slide. I don't know what you do throughout the night you know, to get yourself situated, get yourself uh possibly possibly medicated enough to go out 3 a.m 4 a.m go and see avengers yeah go see the know. last movie of this cinematic universe but we're not gonna spoil it for you we promise you never know no definitely not we know the secrets we know everything that happened we're not gonna tell you we're not gonna tell you we have, no. we, have, we, have we have more important things to talk about this week in the nba playoffs um the first round is almost over mm. six Dang. teams are out Two games remain. I was really hoping that by the time that we dropped this podcast, all the games would be over. But shout out to San Antonio yeah, for we making, didn't we didn't get our yeah we didn't get our wish. Shout out to San Antonio for making things difficult and the Los Angeles Clippers for holding on. Blah. I just want that. I would. I yeah. I'm with you, man. I just wish that shit ended. Defeating Golden State for a second time in the Oracle Arena. <laughs> An Oracle Arena that How is, you feel, is, is it, do you do you feel any way about it? Like, or, or are you still you know? It doesn't change anything for you, you uh, know, as far as Warriors are concerned. I think there's a conversation that needs to be had of the really? Warriors and the Oracle Arena this year. Just just outside of the Los Angeles Clippers in general. Like outside of the Los Angeles Clippers in general, I think of, damn, the amount of teams that have beat the Golden State Warriors in Oracle Arena <laughs> this year. It's been a, it's been a pretty Welcome good soft. It's been a pretty good list. Steve Kerr. Had mentioned that, and it said that 
this is not um, the first time that things have felt a little bit uncomfortable uh, with the Warriors this year. So it's not anything that he is uh, not accustomed to. But I think I think there's something to that. I think there's something to that. This is not the Oracle Arena that was feared to come in, say, for the past one or two years. People are getting road wins, right. getting important road wins off. And for the fact that the eighth seed in the Western Conference being the Los Angeles Clippers, I probably shouldn't say eighth seed because this eighth seed is a little bit more different than uh, the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. But you're dealing with a first round that you've lost two home games. And despite this turning into a six, possibly a seven-game series, if, if, if Los Angeles is able to uh, win game six tonight, they should be worried. Yeah, for sure. I feel like I feel like I feel like they really I feel like this is something that will play out more in the second round. Clay you, Thompson was you're gonna, you're gonna you're gonna end up seeing exactly what you said. This is more like, hey, you see it now. It doesn't necessarily mean anything in this series because we kind of know what the outcome will end up being, but it will definitely come up in the next round uh, because you can't afford the mistakes in the next round, especially considering who they're probably going to be playing. And big props to uh, Lou Williams and Montrez Harrell, two people that we covered in our Clippers episode uh, earlier in the season in November. They continue to hold things down for the Los Angeles Clippers and were pivotal pieces to their fourth quarter uh, performances <laughs> to close out the game against the Golden State Warriors. And also tack right. on top of that, Danilo Gallinari, somebody that has not been extremely visible throughout uh, the season for the Los Angeles Clippers. He comes up big plays 41 minutes and gets 26 points and seven rebounds um, to be, to, to beat the Warriors. So just like Lou will said, you have the performance that keeps them alive for another day. Right. And it makes the clay Thompson quotes uh, a little bit more interesting because after game four, I believe I, don't remember, I think it was, I'm pretty confident it was game four. What he goes saying? to the reporter and he states that he's already looking ahead. He knows that, the Houston Rockets was on the radar and they were up 3-0 against the Utah Jazz and the Golden State Warriors are focused in making sure that Houston does not get a lot of rest uh, going into the second round as I'm sure he would have preferred it being the Golden State Warriors against the Houston Rockets. And there is a good chance that still continues to be that way. But now the Los Angeles Clippers have the opportunity to make that conversation. I'm sure you ask a lot of it's people. It's a fun conversation like, to have. Yeah, it's a fun conversation to have. But I'm sure if you ask a lot, they'll be like, "Oh, they're gonna get, they're gonna get dragged by 30 tonight in Staples Center." But <laughs> right, if they, right, but right. if they win Game Six, what do you do? <laughs> well, if they win Game Six, then we have a we have an interest, a, a, a real nice scenario. Uh, it's kind of like I feel like a Game Six would be a do or die because I feel like they could potentially run that. I really do. Like they may lose that game. Yeah, it's gonna be a very heat. It's gonna be a very heated just game. Just off the situation, you don't want you don't want to get to a seven. Yeah, especially, especially Golden State does not want to have a three-one going into a game seven. I know all the jokes. I know all the jokes no. are jokes, and Joel no, Embiid, who no, I'm on. No. Uh, yeah, actually, and I'm, listen, I'm, and listen, let's not. But but look at look at the coaching though. Look at the coaching on the other side. Yeah, it's a very it's a very interesting. You a don't want interest in Doc Rivers. Yeah, you don't want to you don't want to see Doc uh, in a late. Uh, round situation to try to even it up and possibly push it to seven. Like it's just not a situation you want to be in. And that was one thing that he was quoted on saying that he doesn't want to get too far ahead and, and try and look too ahead at, at, at a possibility of a game seven. He wants to take things one day at a time. Uh, right. But Doc Rivers seems like he really wants this. He wants to go up against Steve Kerr. He wants to be able to say that his eighth seed Los Angeles Clippers become the We Believe Clippers and knock the Warriors out of the Oracle Arena, the birth I mean, of I guess, we believe in their last season. possible, man. 
Anything's possible. It's a huge. Man. It's a huge thing. It's a huge if. If they yeah, want to win, go up against Golden State. Yeah, it's it's possible. I'm there. not gonna. I'm not gonna bet against them. I'm not gonna bet against them. But uh, man, if they if they can pull it off uh, in Staples, I don't know. Because at that point, it's a toss up. I do feel that way. Somebody got to show up, man. I mean, KD, KD going to drop fifty piece. And K, and we what we've already seen how KD has been this past series. He got he got <laughs> all the rips from the media of him not doing too much up against um, Patrick Beverly, and then goes up against and drops forty some forty something points extremely easy after he already said, "Oh well, I can do it if you want me to." And like, yeah, nigga, do it. And then he goes out and does it, and then they get the three one lead. But now we're here. But now we're here. Yeah, uh, but. Hey, I mean, they're not. We we've kind of talked about it all season. They're not. They're obviously not the Warriors of the past. They're still very good, and uh, you know, the go-to team to pick to to go all the way. But they're not the same. And like you said about Oracle, Oracle used to be completely shut down, a fortress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's not necessarily a fortress this season. So you know, anything's possible, man. What have you thought about? What have you thought about Curry's um, performances this past series? What have you thought of Curry's performances this series, specifically Game 5 and not having the best game trying to close out Los Angeles and moving on to the second round? I mean, we, we've seen it. You know, I, I think with Curry's – the Curry situation is like we expect greatness every single time. I mean, the big shots, the ones that put them up by six or, you know, whatever. Um, and it just doesn't happen sometimes. I don't know what it is. I don't really – I don't take anything away from him, though. I think it's just it's just the situation, man. And – no, they play pretty good defense. The Clippers are not a bad defensive team. If Patrick Beverly's on your team, you're going to get locked up from time to time. Yeah. Truly. I mean, it just is what it is. Like, the KD stuff, kind of like what you said. Like, you know, if you're going to struggle against Patrick Beverly, everybody's going to struggle against Patrick Beverly at some point in time. They may figure it out later, but they're going to struggle. And Patrick Beverly has made a very huge name for himself um, for the Los Angeles Clippers. I'm sure a lot of teams are going to be looking at having um, a feisty, scrappy defensive point guard like that um, when it's time for Patrick Beverly to start rethinking if he wants to stay with the Los Angeles Clippers, if he wants to venture out elsewhere, I'd love him. I'd love him out here in Miami, but he seems to have a uh, he seems to have a disdain for Miami after he got traded the uh, or after he got dropped the first time. Let me not say traded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he he ain't let that go. He's he's Patrick Beverly. Different. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why he's so upset. I mean, I know. Just, I, mean, I know just, it just why. Seems like this is how he. Is. I mean, I know why he's upset. He got released at the beginning of the big three, and everybody's popping champagne bottles and celebrating and so on and so forth before game one even began in 2010. But Look, oh, it was 2010. Come on, Patrick. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. Let's move on. Come on. Talk, this is a nice Patrick? way to talk about the heat, man. Let's move on. Man. You didn't. You didn't. You didn't like that segue. No, I just there's no reason for us to be having this conversation. We've already like, got the Wade stuff out the way. The season's over. Your season's over. My season's over. You're gonna see some I more like Wade. Talk you just sprinkle in your little fanhood shit in there. You're gonna you're gonna see some more Wade soon though. You're gonna see some more Wade soon. As yeah. soon as Paul right. gets out that damn let's move on. We're gonna talk about that damn chair. I don't mind. Nah, you know what? Put put his ass right next to Paul and just have him Ew. communicate with that. Absolutely chair, not. Chair, nigga, That's gonna be the first time hands get thrown on. That's gonna be the first time hands get thrown on ESPN. Probably. And it won't. And it won't be Dwayne Wade and Paul Pierce. It'll be Gabrielle Union and Paul Pierce. No, and probably. Gabrielle Union probably knock his ass out. Anyway, anyway, we're not. We're not. We're not discussing. We're not discussing. God, come too on. much I'm on Paul Pierce. Let's go. Let's too much on Paul. Paul. too much on Paul Pierce this week. So, uh, before, all right, all right. Let's get let's get back, let's get back to the important things. Back to Curry's performance. Um, how have you compared that uh, to James Harden's? 
struggles that he had early on against Utah. Now that Houston has got past the Utah Jazz and are officially in the second round awaiting the winner of Golden State and uh, the Los Angeles Clippers, you get to look back at James Harden's performance and what he has provided to Houston. But what do you think about that? Yeah, bro, if if Harden had had a terrible had terrible performance and the team still got through, I'm going to kind of weigh it the same as if Curry had a bad performance and the team got through. Uh, I mean, it's going to happen from time to time, but these guys are always going to show up when it's time to show up, and they got teammates. So that's probably the best part about it. Harden has been on a damn tear all season. So if he goes on a if he goes on a big game and has a the one that closes it out, sure. You know, I'm not the biggest fan. I think we all know that, but I know I know he's got. I know what he can do. So yeah, the over 15 start that he had, um, uh, historically the worst start that a player has had in the NBA playoffs in a game uh, was a little bit embarrassing. But sure, it, like it's embarrassing. But like, what does it really mean? You know, for for his MVP it. performance, thankfully it doesn't hurt it don't matter. much it's because it's over, still a quote-unquote regular season trophy. So when I see <laughs> right. tweets that say, oh, Harden's fucking fucking up his MVP. Can't I know, I know. I on. It's that. like, ah, I, I don't know. It's like, this doesn't count. It doesn't count. We don't talk about this. We shouldn't talk about it. It is what it is. Yeah, that's, that's why we have finals MVPs, guys. Yeah, that's already going to be locked in. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not positive they've already started or completed the voting yet for all the NBA superlatives for the NBA awards in June. But I hope so, because then you're going to have people who also say what that tweet said. I mean, just like the tweet said, I'm sure there's people who, who vote and see the performance and they can't. They just they vote off how they feel. They can't. You can't go back and say, oh, how was I feeling about Harden before playoffs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What if Harden completely stinks it up? And Rockets get swept, and you you feel and you ain't voted yet. You voting for him? If the Rockets got swept by the Utah Jazz, dear God, that would be. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say. But anyways, uh, but shout out to Harden, shout out to the Houston Rockets. They are now on the couch, I'm sure, or maybe they're in the gym, just awaiting <laughs> the winner of the Warriors and the Clippers to see what that second. Maybe they are in the gym. Like, you think they are in the gym? Niggas ain't Harden ain't in the gym. Harden eating a big. Why can't he be in the gym? He's trying to change your mind. He's trying to change your mind on the series. You think he's trying to change my mind? Yeah, I think he's trying. I think he's, he's not, trying he's to change. Changing my mind. I think he's trying to change he's people's my mind. minds on this. He's series. not changing my mind. That's fine. He can change other people. He's not changing my mind. Why can't he change your mind? I know he already said he's he's going to do the remainder of this NBA playoffs for Nipsey Hussle and 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 shout out to that. I don't care. But... I don't care about that. I'm just my, my, at the end of the day, he could win the finals. I'm still going to feel the same way about his game that I felt when the season ended. And the you can't give him the Westbrook ended. love. Damn. What you mean, man? You can, we gave we gave Westbrook love for the twenty twenty twenty. We've already first, we've bro. already appreciated everybody for that. You know, they, like we all know that that is you know, of course. <laughs> that's, that's what everybody that's, that's what everybody's doing right awesome, now. Everybody's no, doing. that's not what I mean. I'm just saying that's an awesome thing for him to do. But I, it still means, in the grand scheme of things, if he if he wins the finals, I'm not gonna sit back and say, oh man, like you know, he did this for Nick. Like I don't. This like it doesn't matter to me. Like that part doesn't matter to me. Like I'm still gonna feel the same way about his game that I always do. Still gonna feel the same uh, way about Chris Paul. Really, really, really good player. Yeah, I think he's a great player. Like you know, what I'm saying, but it, it, he's not my cup of tea. That's all. still gonna feel the same we, way we about the Tucker shoe game. We talked about this too. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna remind, on, the audience, you shoe, remind the audience what you game, feel about PJ Tucker shoe the game? Shoe game. No, I just, I'm just saying, like you just like being a rich nigga and being able to buy whatever shoe you want don't make you. What did he call himself? Or maybe been, he doesn't well, call he himself doesn't call himself that, but he would say he's the what king they of sneakers. The king of the sneakers. The Come king on, of nigga. the sneakers in the second round. Come on, man. Come on, man. 
if you, look, if you make millions of dollars, you better you better feel like the king of sneakers. All right, so that if they bother me, like, so they can't change your mind. Am I am I am I thinking that you're saying Warriors in? No, I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm not saying I'm not saying that, that they can't make it happen. You know, Harden is incredible, bro. I just don't care for this. Like I'm, everybody else wants this series. I know it's like the series. I don't have interest in watching James Harden for seven games if it's gonna go seven. If I hope it goes seven for 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 the viewer standpoint and for the sport. But man, come on, man, let's get this thing going, man. All right, all right, so, all right. So if it's Clippers, it's a clash. It's if a it's Clippers cl- Rockets, it clash. if it's Clippers Rockets, who wants Clippers Rockets? L.A. So they can take all those damn Laker jerseys. <laughs> Enough, man. <laughs> Enough, man. That's what I'm saying. It's like one of them things. Like, of course, of course, I want it to be Warriors, uh, Warriors, Rockets. But like, I don't. There's no. I don't feel no type of way, more or less, for the Rockets if they win or if they lose. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they lose, I'm not gonna shit on them about losing. But if they win, I'm not gonna be like. Damn, they they changed my mind. This is my this is my squad now. Fuck all that, man. This is what it is. Is, is. is Clippers Rockets not interesting to anybody? Chris Paul coming back to LA, seeing Doc Rivers again. I don't even want to talk about the idea. Let's just why not move on. It's a nice little it's a nice little two K conversation. You know, a little Clippers Rockets second round. I mean, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I don't know why. I'm talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> if it happens, then See, we should talk about it. Nobody, like, good, nobody giving a clip. Worth. Nobody get poor Clippers. No. I'm not saying poor that. Clippers. I just don't feel this is a waste of time. I think the LA trying to get Clippers. the pivot off, rip off that bronze jersey, put on a fresh Shamit jersey. Come on, yeah, right. I'm about to. I'm about to, I'm about to cop a Shamit jersey. See, niggas hating. Niggas hating. I'm about to cop a Shamit. You can find it. Go for it. Shout out to you, Shamit. You can find it. Go for it. There was some merch. There was some merch that he just dropped. There was some merch that he just dropped that I like. Hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag never cheated. You feel me? We need mm. that. We need that. Do we? Yeah. Mm. As men of our as men of our stature, we need. We I can believe that. that. See, this is what I was talking about. This this is what this took us what, right what, here. Right? We what I do? James Harden, and, and this this is what this is what happened. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying in a minute, to cover. In a minute, we're gonna somehow segue this into Miami again. Let's... No, no. There's no Clippers yeah. coming to Miami. This is the second round of the NBA playoffs. We're very, we're very, we're very close but to it. I don't care. I don't, I don't have any interest in watching the Clippers versus anybody nine times out of ten. So no, I don't care. Well, there is solidified games in the second round that we'll get to later on in the show. Uh, the Boston Celtics have clinched. Clinched. Uh, they beat the Indiana Pacers. Philadelphia 76ers have clinched. They beat the Brooklyn Nets in an entertaining five-game series. Um, the Milwaukee Bucks swept. That was pretty. That was fairly easy. And of course, the Toronto Raptors beat the Orlando Magic, uh, winning the next four games after Orlando got that shocking game one uh, with DJ Augustine's very nice performance. But those two are solidified, yeah. and we'll get to those further in the show. But I saw something online. I actually heard it. I actually heard a comment, mm-hmm. uh, a take that stated that because of the fact that there has not been many seven game series, there has not been. Um, any shocking upsets in the first round of the NBA playoffs. And because of a lot of the first round has been quote unquote predictable, even though I think that the result mm-hmm. of Blazers and Thunder could have gone either way. So I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't sure, take Portland yeah, winning and saying, Oh, I, I knew that shit that all along yeah. ago. Has that taken, has that taken the interest yeah. out of your first round watching? Or do you think that there's still very good basketball to be played in a, in a five game series? Uh, I mean, I no, I haven't really necessarily enjoyed the first round. I think Dame's performance was the most exciting thing to happen, but 
Uh, yeah, by far the, the the best thing out of the first. Yeah, so definitely. Far. But yeah, no, I I really I I do feel like we're more just waiting for the inevitable. It does feel that way to me, at least. So uh, I've enjoyed the series like for the most part, but like it's not like I'm like again staying up till one o'clock to watch the end of the West Coast game. So oh god, that's uh, something. That now, really if, if we on. have a Right, and if we have a, a, you know, if there's a game seven and it's on the West Coast and it's going to be on, obviously I'm gonna watch that if it's in the, you know, the big one, you know, yeah. the Western Conference Final. But I'm not staying up for that in the first round, and that's where we have that dilemma. So, uh, you know, first round has been cool, but have I cared, you know, in total? No, not necessarily. Um, yeah, I like you said, I, I wouldn't. I mean, predictable. I mean, Thunder, Thunder, and Portland definitely could win anyway. It really, it really depends on how you look at it. There's, there's the obvious things that everybody would have guessed. I don't think anybody was putting Detroit over Milwaukee. I don't think anybody was putting Orlando over uh, Toronto. Yeah. Sixers next. There were varying um, opinions on whether or not you you think Brooklyn could take the shock um, or Philadelphia going forward. Uh, Boston, Indiana, due to the fact that Oladipo was out, Boston seemed to be the easy favorite that was going into that. Um, you have the two that are still remaining, and uh, Portland ends up going over Oklahoma City, and Houston takes care of the Utah Jazz. I don't think anybody was picking the Jazz over the Houston Rockets because they want to see how far um, James Harden's MVP performance is going to go forward. It's, yeah, it's pretty self-explanatory. I mean, but it hasn't been bad watching it get there. It's just I wouldn't have mind an upset. Of course, the Brooklyn thing was nice to kind of cling on to for a minute. but Yeah, I, I, I was highly entertained. Yeah, it's all good. If Brooklyn was able to pull off that last uh, play that they had between <laughs> D'Angelo Russell and uh, Jared Allen, would have made a 2-2 series and would have had a six-game series. We probably would have been covering that right now, as you speak. Right, right. But in Philadelphia's case, now they go on to the second round and, and play the Raptors, and you have Boston going up against the Milwaukee Bucks. We'll cover that later. The one thing that I do want to cover um, is the topic of the week that everybody blew up on when I saw it actually happen. Um and go on online. Damian Lillard hitting the shot of his career over Paul George and the Portland Trailblazers going over the Oklahoma City Thunder and winning the series 4-1 and one to move on to the second round of the NBA playoffs. Right now, we don't know whether or not they're going to face the Denver Nuggets or the San Antonio Spurs um, because we're recording during the time that Game 6 is going on. But um, what were your immediate thoughts of Lillard hitting that shot? Uh, biggest shot of his career. Maybe one of the biggest shots in Portland history. Um. Yeah, it's just it's just a, a a big moment for the franchise. It gets that monkey off his back. Um, mm-hmm. The media is definitely going to be on his attention now. Uh, of course, the the Westbrook stuff it 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 definitely helps. You know what I'm saying? Uh, all the talk in the back and forth. Westbrook saying he's basically been dragging him for a few years. You know, all that talk is done. You can't really say nothing after this. And I kind of and I kind of took a step back. And after that series, you have Westbrook getting roasted, and he's going to get roasted throughout the remainder of these next few months, probably until the NBA season is over. But I took a look back at that quote of him stating that he busts Lillard's ass from time and time again. One, there's factual evidence that could probably prove that Westbrook has indeed not busted Damian Lillard's ass ever since he got there or or however he said it. And I thought to myself, I'm like, damn, is that hating or is that competitiveness? We love competitiveness out of our athletes until things go to a certain extent and we've seen the extent literally flip on Russell Westbrook in the past week he got his praise for the 2020-20 game and shouting out Nipsey Hussle and all that was beautiful and all that was amazing at the time that it happened because everything was so immediate with the depth of Nipsey Hussle but then we start seeing reports on the quotes that he told Damian Lillard you start seeing the videos of him 
uh, a couple months ago, kicking the ball and shoving him and and giving him a nudge on 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 the basketball court. You have him uh, with the Oklahoma City reporter, um, ignoring all of his questions and moving forward and 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 uh, everything that he has had to do with that controversy. So now that has literally flipped the script on the Oklahoma City Thunder and the view of Russell Westbrook literally days before we were just praising him before the NBA playoffs. Uh, so is that is that- I mean, you know what? This definitely has happened to Westbrook before. Like, he, 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 sometimes he's talking a lot of shit, and he'll have a fucking game where, you know, fucking 12 turnovers, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, negative 24 squad. Just and, he gets, and he gets flambeed. Yeah, yeah. Dooley. And, and then he has great moments, of course, where he does something very special. And But it, it's tough, man. I mean, at the end of the day, you're going to have them bad ones, you got them good ones, but you're going to have to remember all that shit you said prior. And some and some of it is is truly deserved. I think things went a little bit too far as as, as far as his um, conversations towards Damian Lillard. But Lillard took that so personal enough that he took this series as a very quality point to shut a lot of people up, to shut Russell up specifically, and he put on for the Portland Trailblazers. Had plenty of good games and ended it with his fifty point game and his game winner over Paul George to get the Trailblazers over the Oklahoma City Thunder. At the time that we were watching it, everybody was going crazy. It was hard to sleep. It was just such a crazy shot. And you see everything that happens with Lillard's sister recording it and 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 her emotions. You see Lillard uh, on camera, the, gr- the grill that everybody saw, the grill that everybody saw. He just knew that he iced it. He just knew that he's being able to shut up every single conversation that it's had for it. He's been on Instagram since the game damn ended, posting up Art of War quotes so he's going to definitely milk this until the second round begins. He's gonna milk it to the end of the second round. And the thing about because I, I, I mean, I would not want to play them. I really, yeah. would, I really wouldn't want to play them in this situation. Like they it's, got all the momentum. They it's got heavy, the most, heavy momentum. They have the most momentum in the league right now. Like in the playoffs, like mm-hmm. hands down, hands down. Like they got it all. So I wouldn't want to play them. It's a, it's a terrifying situation. I think Milwaukee and Portland is like I don't, I would not want to play them at all but, right now. The way that the way that the Denver and San Antonio series has went, it's kind of like, damn, both of these teams are pretty vulnerable. If Lillard locks in again, I mean, I mean, at this point, he doesn't have um, any heads to cut off. There isn't anybody that's been talking shit on either the Nuggets or the Spurs. But when you get in that mode for the Portland Trailblazers, and you have CJ, and you have all the assistance that Damon Lillard has had with the Portland Trailblazers, I I would like to say that they are going to be very focused on those conference finals. I mean, they gotta be. They gotta be. I like I said, dude. This is gonna be the one time you can make history for Portland. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put them over the winner of 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 Denver and San Antonio. I hundred percent. I do. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure we're on the same page. Like, if if there's a situation you got to deal with Portland at this point, mm-hmm. it's gonna be very difficult for me to bet. You know against them it's just gonna be difficult for me to bet bet against them now the one thing that i wanted to see tuesday night before i tried to go to bed it was like two in the morning and i was waiting for the quote um i did not get the quote on tuesday night because the immediate thing that we received from the oklahoma city thunder after that game winner in the wave goodbye was paul george's um immediate thoughts on how he defended the shot the actual shot of of what he thought of the actual shot of damian lillard itself and you have the quote from him that has been debated for the past two, three days of whether or not that has been uh, or whether or not that is a quality shot for Damian Lillard or I guess an NBA player in general. Because if it is for Damian Lillard, I don't think we should really be having the conversation of that being a bad shot. Because truthfully, it's not a bad shot for Damian Lillard. 
statistically, uh, whether or not you want to eye test it, it's a good shot. It, it was, was a, a great shot. shot, bro. It was a great shot, bro. I'm sorry. Like he he had he had everything that he needed to make that shot. I mean, and, and you and you and you have you have the evidence. Well, not evidence. You have the statistics that back Lillard being able to hit that very well throughout the entire series. I mean, you, the first shot of the entire series for Damian Lillard was that long three-pointer, and he ends it with the same one. So when they asked Damian Lillard his thoughts on Paul George saying that that was a bad shot, he doesn't care what anybody else says, and despite him giving props for it, I thought that was a little bit tongue-in-cheek because he just said it was a shitty shot. So I don't know what giving props for him was. Damian Lillard said, well, you know what? How about the conversation of Paul George and the bad defense? Maybe it was just bad. Maybe, Maybe it was, it was bad, bad defense. defense. <laughs> I, and, and, I, on my head, thought it was I, good I defense. Yeah, I didn't think it was bad defense at all. I thought the defense was good. I thought the offense was good. But the pass was – the pass, I'm sorry. The shot was obviously done – I mean, he he was in form. You know, it was yeah. not a – It was in full Mary. Yeah, it wasn't a Hail Mary. Like, it was it was done in the way that he wanted it to be done. I, I thought it was a great shot, dude. Uh, yeah, it had some distance to it, and we're, it's unusual to see it come from that range – uh with such accuracy but shit man he did that shit and visibly the best defender on the oklahoma city thunder is the reason why he had to switch off of russell westbrook getting off of damian lillard in the first place and he defended it as best as he could i know the response after that has been oh well oh you should have smothered him and uh uh should have made sure that he did not have an opportunity to do anything uh i don't know because that started going into many different things that Damon Lillard has the opportunity to do and he probably did not expect for him to go for a 40-foot bomb in a tie game because it's a tie game Lillard has the advantage and the and the uh, freedom to launch the shit despite whether or not I mean, you think yeah, that he, he said he said you know it was a good situation he didn't he didn't feel yeah. no no pressure because whether it was going overtime or they were going to win so he wasn't he felt no pressure in doing this shot yeah it was literally no pressure in the tie game I don't think he's going for that 40-foot bomb down two to win the game. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, I don't think he does. I think. I mean, he, if, he, his intent, if he does, and he makes it clear to me. Yeah, if he doesn't, he makes it. He's a bad man. But I, I, you have the freedom in a tie game to just launch the bitch. He made it. It wasn't luck. He's made it beforehand, and now here we are. But the Paul George quote ended up being the Paul George quote, and I'm sure we're gonna have that that debate going forward. But I was still waiting for Russell Westbrook's quote. Because I want to see if he really pulls the game that he has with that Oklahoma City reporter and continue to next question this entire scenario. Because if he would have done that after getting banged for the third year in a row in the first round, I would not have felt uh, very well about Russell Westbrook. Not that he gives a shit, but but yeah, I, I would have looked don't at – care about his situation. Like, he clearly don't care what people think about, you know – but it, it, the, my thing is, you know, when he's on fire and everybody loves him, and you know, it's it's all Westbrook is top whatever point guard. Mm. It's cool, but when he goes down, man, he he has such a shitty attitude about the the bad things that he just he really got does doing. You know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, it's okay. Like we know you're gonna make mistakes, so you gotta you gotta be able to eat that shit. Because when we when we praise you, you love it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You Brody when we when we uh, when we praising you. You know what I'm saying? But when you have a game that you cost your fucking team everything. I mean, you got to take this shit. Don't act like you're just some untouchable guy who can't take criticism. You got to accept it. And 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 shout out to Barry Trammell, who has been trying to handle this as, as best as possible. I'm sure it's pretty embarrassing to be in a room full of uh, peers and, and, and people of your stature. And you're getting prepared to ask Westbrook a question. You know he's about to ignore the shit or say he doesn't like you and so on and so forth. So he's been pretty vocal on how things have even got to the ha- – ha- Things have even got to this um, 
level with himself and Russell Westbrook. But we finally got a quote from Westbrook after, I want to say the day after the game of game five. And Westbrook was quoted staying, stating, it doesn't change things much. If you want to determine my career and what I've done over two, three games, you go ahead. That don't mean shit to me. It doesn't. I'm exactly. going to wake That's up. No, he's, he's, in fl- he's, in a, he's Come on, man. Like That's- I told you before, three beautiful kids. I'm going to wake yeah. up and smile, be happy, yeah. we enjoy get it, my life. Westbrook. See, this is what I'll be talking about, bro. That's what I'll be talking about. That's why this is this is the type of shit I'm talking about, dog. Cause when 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 you win, you just want to talk about the win. Oh, you know, we the we we this, we that, or we did this, we did that. And now that you lost and you're out and you ain't playing hoops no more this season. Oh, I, I'm still going home to do this. I'm 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 fine. I'm cool. I'm happy. I got this. I got that. What you got? That's basically how I see it. He basically saying, like, look, it don't matter what you it's like the LeBron comment a while ago, like years ago. You remember. Yeah, and it gets even it gets even better than that. It doesn't change anything about talk about if I'm playing bad or who's better, who's not. I know who I am as a person, and that's the biggest thing I can say about myself. I know who I am. I know what I'm able to do. I know my capabilities. I know what I've done. I know what I can and can't do. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay with who I am. I'll just be blessed to wake up every day and enjoy my life. The talk about, I don't even know what talk you're talking about, but whatever that is, you guys can keep talking about it, and I'm going to keep living my life. First of all, that's cap. That's just immediate cap. Yeah, yeah. He that you know exactly that you don't what know what you're talking on. about, man. I, you know, and and that's and I'm that's the upside. That's the downside to to, to this. Like you said, we were praising him for the 2020 20 situation, um, and that was great. Uh, now he's kind of acting like a fucking brat, like a baby about the situation. It's like, man, just answer your questions, man. Let's move on. You just lost uh, in in a fashionable way. Respect the situation and move on. Off season, here you come and that's you it. talk shit. You got hit. Like it happens. It happened to a lot that's of people. It. It's cool. Yeah, just accept it though. You got to accept it. He's refusing to accept it. He's literally telling the press, "Look, I don't even know what y'all are talking about. Like y'all didn't just like 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 you didn't just lose to the biggest shot of the year." Yeah, it's really it's really the designer window roll up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it really is, bro. It's like you just lost to the biggest shot of the year in the season. Okay, and you want to sit and act like you don't know what the fuck we talking about? That's I find that disrespectful. So fuck it, man. If I was the the media after he had a big ass game, stay up out this nigga face. And he's talking about talking about if I'm playing bad or who's better, who's not. You started it. You started this, bro. You started. I don't. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Damian Lillard started off saying that he's better than Russell Westbrook. Dame definitely didn't. He's not even that type of player, bro. He only mentioned something of that of that nature. Is it, it you know it was brought up in his discussion, like it was brought up to him. Dame don't ain't the one to be talking about no shit like that. He's appeared to be a literal polar opposite of Russell Westbrook, and because of that, he's let that translate into his game. And now here he is, go, waiting in the second round while the while Russell Westbrook has to worry about what's going to go on in the next year of the NBA playoffs. Because for the past three years of his triple double averages, they've got knocked down the first round. Mm-hmm. Oh well, man. Time to time to time to rethink. rethink I would I would hate I would hate to be a Thunder fan in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Time to rethink the strategy, man. At the end of the day, sorry. It's it's it, it's unfortunate. I saw Charles Barkley in his immediate reaction to to Game Five and, and say that he thinks it's time for Russell Westbrook to be a two guard and and play a little bit of an Allen Iverson role and be a little bit away from the ball. But you never know how how you never know how it's going to play out. If Paul George continues to stay and 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 wants to try and make this thing work and get past the second round, you have to start thinking of maybe even adding a third piece to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, the third piece is inevitable at this point. Dennis Schroeder's not going to cut it. 
even if you do decide to move Westbrook to the two. So uh, I don't really, I don't really see. I mean, even if you go add the three, I mean, in their situation, we still have to rely on the fact that Westbrook is going to play that two like a two all year. Uh, or are we going to be looking at him costing them games, trying to do too much again? Yeah, uh, I, I really because hope he's not. at the two, you know. So. I think I think there's a lot to it, especially when it comes to them uh, and, and Paul George. I mean, if he continues to have the same season he had, they're going to be fine. They're going to continue to always place well. But will Westbrook be that piece that needs to adjust? That's going to be what it is. What's you got to find out what the issue is and what you need to add and yeah. maybe what you need to get rid of. No shots though. No shots though. Yeah, but because because of this, I had to readjust my my point guard rankings. Lillard, please get in the position of Russell Westbrook. He is not my number two. Unfortunately, I cannot put Lillard over Curry as of yet. Just can't. I just can't. I know the whole timeline is horny and ready to put Lillard over Curry and make him a number one, but I can't do it. No way. I can't do it. I got Curry at one, Lillard at two, Kyrie Irving at three for everything that he has done with the Boston Celtics. Um, Kemba still in the top five conversation in Westbrook um, also in there as well, but uh, I'd have to alternate Westbrook and Kemba the way that I see fit. But that, but that, but that's where I'm at with Westbrook. Um, I don't, I don't know what they get done. Actually, you know, you know what conversation I want to have? I've seen a lot of conversations about speaking of third piece for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, the hashtag, hashtag change the mellow narrative has something that I've been um, keeping an eye on for the past couple of days of people trying to change and speak up for Carmelo Anthony and his successes in his career as uh, he has become a little bit of a punching bag uh, for the past few years in the NBA. We talked about it last week with Elton. Um, It is a conversation that people are now having again, now that uh, the Oklahoma city thunder will probably have to entertain a third piece. Do you think that Melo should have stayed with Oklahoma? I think Melo should have stayed with Denver. (laughs) Well, that's a, well, that's a good fucking uh, uh, eight years ago. I mean, you know, I would have liked seeing no, Melo no, on this Denver. No, I no, I I, I would not want to see Melo on fucking Oklahoma City. They would have even worse issues. I'm not look, I don't I don't care about like just because he we haven't watched him play in a while, I'm not with this whole like no nigga. He fucking sucked when he played for Oklahoma. Like I don't I don't care. I'm not trying to sympathize guys for the way that he's i'm also not going to drag him he's definitely a hall of fame you had you had you had me you had you had had cut out that sympathize just say just start at sympathize yeah yeah yeah. i'm I'm not you know i'm not i don't want to sympathize necessarily with with how his season went and now that he's like you said been a punching bag per se but yeah i mean bro he had a shitty season when he was oklahoma city he was shitty so no i don't want to see him back with that fucking team man he was terrible but he is a hall of famer to me i'm not trying to disrespect him but he's been terrible so Mm -hmm. rightfully so no, we've had, we had to hoop. deal with we've had to deal with that entertainment of him not coming off the bench, and now he is where he is within this position. But I, I think yeah, he, I think yeah. he, he made can... he made he made decisions for himself, though. You know, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm sure he probably wouldn't do it different. To be honest, what he'd probably still be same old mellow. Like I got to be starting. That's this is not my role. I want my role needs to be this. And did it shorten his career a little bit? Maybe it did. Did it cost him a ring? I don't know. Maybe, but at the end of the day. He's still Carmelo Anthony. I think he's a. I think he's a Hall of Famer personally. But um, shit, man, what are you gonna do? He came up in a tough time. No, he's being compared to like you know. He came in with LeBron, so it's different, man. Yeah, and that's what fucks him up. Yeah, it's different, bro. It's way different. Well, hopefully things can can can, can happen with um. Actually, you know what? Fuck that shit. Um, I was about to say hopefully things can happen with Carmelo, but I don't even give a shit about Carmelo. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Carmelo, sure. I'm not right. sure. I, I think I think I think in a few years he should try big three, for sure. That'd be kind of cool. 
him and Gilbert he'd probably be super good over there, considering he'd probably be the one with. I the think most that's just well above his ego. I, I think I think he just wouldn't do it. Period. No, no, I know, but I'm saying that's why I said I hope I hope he does. You know, because it shouldn't be above his fucking ego. It's like nigga, you at home? Yeah. <laughs> you want to hoop or you want to stay at home? Answer the question, yes or no. And then if he can answer that question, if he say he wants to stay home, then maybe he don't want to hoop no more. I don't know. I don't know his situation. Man. I mean, shit. I mean, shit. Disney Plus about to come out. He might. He might get his. He might get his home theater right. Yeah. Go ahead. Set it up. Watch Netflix all day. <laughs> All right, when we come back, we got we got a second round. Uh, the solidified games of the second round that will be going down this weekend, the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks, uh, the Philadelphia 76ers, and the Toronto Raptors. We'll touch more on that when we come back. It's RSPN on RNC Radio, episode 31. We will be back after Beep. this small break. Max, I got the ultimate argument for you. Are you ready for this? Yeah. This show right here. What would y'all be without me? Dom DeMonco. See how it goes? You see what I'm saying? Uh, That's how it goes. Wouldn't be. <laughs> Wouldn't even make the playoffs. So are you KD or Steph? But, now, but, but, but with me, you're a champion. Bang. See the difference? Bang. KD or Steph? Bang. I wish I could I'd come up with the KD. perfect analogy right now. I would Steph. just love to destroy KD you with and the perfect Steph. analogy. On this show? Oh, KD on this show? Steph? KD and Steph. Who, who is it? On this show? KD and Steph. I can't think and of shit like that. Not one another. Shit like that. Shit like that. Shit like that. The only other series that um, is set in stone as of now is one that we have not seen since 2001 as well. You have Milwaukee's first relevance since their second round uh, birth, the last time that being in 2001. And the last time that we have seen this series was the series between Allen Iverson and the mm. Philadelphia 76ers yeah. and Vince Carter of the Toronto Raptors. We're getting wow. that once again starting this Saturday. Yeah, I'm starting to realize that I'm just getting more <laughs> washed. That's bad. Yeah. Uh, the series, the, 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 Jesus Christ. the series between uh, the Sixers and the Raptors is one that is very memorable with the early 2000s NBA fans. That is the one that ended when Vince Carter missed that shot after mm. he had an interesting morning. Uh, of going to the graduation before he played game five and missed the shot, which made the Sixers go ahead and advance. Um, but now it's completely different characters, completely different storylines between Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, Mark Gasol, and the Toronto Raptors going up against the Philadelphia 76ers, um, who have had very large chips on their shoulders after getting past the Brooklyn Nets mm-hmm. in five games and want to be able to make the conference finals in much better fashion than they did last year in their uh, five-game loss to the Boston Celtics. They're able to get past the Toronto Raptors, which will not be an easy feat for Philadelphia at all. They'll be able to face the winner of the Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks. So uh, it was a three-way. It was a three-team uh, scenario that we had discussed on RSPN for the, uh, earlier in the uh, beginning episodes of Season 2 of what happens with the Raptors, the Bucks and the 76ers, and now we are in an area where... We're here. Yeah. About to find out. What do you think happens between... Actually, no. What, 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 what's a better question to ask? Um, what's a better question to ask for Toronto? For the reps. Did you feel any worry of how Philadelphia played Brooklyn, or did you think that the game one that Brooklyn was able to steal was just a fluke? Um, I don't want to call it a fluke because I respect I respect that team too much. Um. Mm-hmm. I do want to say that it was a momentum win. I just think things kind of just happen 
they were supposed to, and it was just supposed to happen. I think we were supposed to get that glimpse of Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I do. I do. Like, I really do. I mean, if, I, I would have loved if they, you know, could have pulled it out. But I think I think we were supposed to get that little glimpse of what the future may look like with them, and they look really awesome. But, uh, I mean, this is – I think it's a nice matchup for Philly. I'm not – I don't know who I'm leaning towards. Uh, I mean, there were moments where, you know, Philly is obviously – dramatic they're a very dramatic team you know they got players that uh talk a lot of shit so during their you know during their matchups they're all over twitter bro like everybody's talking about oh literally all over twitter in the middle of the damn game too because you know i mean obviously you know ben simmons the jumper thing and then butler's on the team and then Embiid is loud as fuck and these niggas is always fighting or not fighting but you know shoving and whatnot so um, but I don't, I don't know, man. Like I probably will end up taking them over the Raptors. I don't trust Lowry. Um, but yeah, don't I mean, don't I trust like Lowry in that scenario. The one, the, the one thing that I, the one thing that Lowry. I will have, and, was about to say. Um, no, go ahead, bro. Go ahead, go ahead. Fuck, what was I about to say? And I don't even know if it's like it, it's not it's not necessarily Lowry versus the Sixers. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like I feel like they I just I feel like the Sixers have enough to overcome everything that Toronto can throw at them. Like I know Kawhi is a lot to deal with. Yeah, but they got to deal with Butler and B. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot I mean, of large. It's ben a lot Simmons of large still going to have to match. Ben Simmons is still going to do what he's going to do, regardless if you want to talk about you know the shot or whatever. Like it's still going to be a nuisance of a situation. Like don't 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 let nobody tell you different. Nobody want like don't don't let this uh what's dude I forgot I forgot nigga's name already. Don't let him don't let him don't let Dudley you know misconstrue. You he's still not somebody you want to have to guard. First of all, you know I mean? he's a nobody. <laughs> like, so you don't want to have to guard Ben Simmons regardless. Like, he he still plays, you know, very aggressive. Like, he's in a he's a strange player, but you still got to deal with him. So, don't let that shit fool you, man. And and, and but I, I, I got Sixers. I got Sixers in that round, though. Got Sixers in the round. I'm pretty sure I do, but I don't really – I don't have no reserves. I'm, you trusting Lowry in that situation? Uh, well, the one thing that I can give credit for to Kyle Lowry for is cleaning up that zero-point bed he that, that he up, shit bro. on pretty quickly and was able to get past he's your Lando be, Magic in quick fashion. But Bruh, he's going to be under a, a lot more defensive stress in this game. Yeah, it's going to be a completely different right? ball game. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be – the pressure is going to be way different against the Sixers than it is Orlando. Orlando, be, that that situation, I look at, I look at it like, uh, like, like Brooklyn. You know, like we got to see what they got. You know, because they're, they're they're next. Like they got next, but it's just not time yet. And let me look up the season series. Looks like Houston about to win. By the way, first Toronto Raptors. Put the two out in the Raptors. Yeah. Hey, here you have third Philadelphia. Hit that little bit from the front. Raptors won seven. Oh, here we go. And in the season series, the four games that the 76ers have played the Toronto Raptors in the Atlantic Division, the Raptors ended up taking three of those four games. Philadelphia's only win coming a little bit before Christmas time, uh, 126 to 101, beating the Toronto Raptors. But um, to, for the most part, Toronto has been able to take control of that game throughout the uh, regular season. Now we have a complete seven-game series that Toronto is going to have to do that and depending on what Philadelphia was able to do against Brooklyn. Um, I don't know how that's going to translate versus Toronto. Both teams being able to get rid of the Brooklyn Nets and the Orlando Magic in five games, but Brooklyn making a very um, strong effort to try and push it to a six-game series 
and possibly even entertaining a seven-game series with Philadelphia if Philadelphia did not close out in Brooklyn for game four. Now, the Orlando Magic ended up beating the Toronto Raptors in game one in, 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 in an upsetting fashion, one of the few upsetting fashions that we had in the NBA playoffs so far. But Toronto cleaned up the rest of that and destroyed them at home in the Amway Center um, for, for Orlando, yeah. at least, and then came back and finalized what they needed to do uh, for game five to move on to the second round. So two game five series that ended up looking a little bit different in the fights that they had for the lower seeds, um, along with the regular season statistics going in Toronto's favor. So Philadelphia might be able to look at it on paper from a um, from a – superstar perspective but i think toronto will i think toronto will be able to i think toronto could have the opportunity to go to the eastern conference finals and play whoever wins in milwaukee and boston i mean bro it's there for them you know I, it's gonna come down to some key plays and some key players um shit man they got Kawhi Leonard, so anything's definitely possible bro yeah i wouldn't be i mad just at- i i i, I I gotta go. I'm gonna go. I gotta go with the Sixers, and, the, and I gotta go with the Sixers, man. I'm definitely not gonna worry about no regular season. I mean, at the end of the day, if the advantage was done because they won more games or they split the series, that's cool. But man, this playoff shit is just different right now. Yeah, it's, it's, these guys are playing like with real attitudes. Like this is a lot. We we get a lot of drama. We getting a lot more drama. I feel like I feel like guys are getting into it more. Mm-hmm. And Philadelphia is definitely the team to get. No, no, no. Philadelphia is definitely the team to get into it, to get into it, and make things to yeah. make things chippy. So to do the to do that in Toronto in the Air Canada Center, those fans are going to be able to go crazy and make it a highly entertaining series for um, uh, the second round. And it's going to be some entertainment that that, that uh, from a fan's perspective is going to be um, very wanted. After we didn't get too many surprises in this first round but that will end up starting for everybody this weekend and we'll see what happens with the beginnings of those second round games games one and game two uh will more likely end up recording around the times of game three game four to be able to report to you on what the conference finals picture will end up looking but 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 yeah man i mean i've had a good i've had a good time in these playoffs so far yeah for the most part i'm excited Despite despite the fact that there weren't huge upsets in series, that is completely understood because of course you have a seven game series mm-hmm. where ninety nine percent of the time, yeah, there are there are very fun and entertaining games. We've had well, some well, like cool games where we're like, oh shit, they're about to win this. Yeah, with 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 with, with the with the lower seed teams uh, making a name for themselves. The, there were only a few that just got completely annihilated and didn't make it entertaining for the most part, um, but. Outside of that, you enjoyed the storylines, right? Yeah. I mean, we had we had the D'Angelo Russell storyline pop off. That was that was really awesome. Well, we'll 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 we'll, ha- we'll have to discuss what happens. And the Sixers game was <laughs> completely jokes anyway. Yeah, we'll have to discuss what happens with D'Angelo Russell's. Can you hear me? What you say? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What'd you say? Oh, okay. I was saying um, we're, we're going to have to discuss what happens with D'Angelo Russell's contract very soon after he made a name yeah. for himself in this run for the Brooklyn Nets and getting them to the playoffs in general. No, what did he say? He said there, there's a the article on ESPN right now, uh, basically basically just him saying he definitely he, he definitely wants to come back. That's good. I think yeah. Brooklyn is a, yeah. I think Brooklyn is a good area for him. Definitely. I mean, it, they gave him they gave him the keys, bro. Yeah. You, you give me the keys, I'm gonna stay loyal and I'm gonna make it rock. 
everything with Los Angeles rubbed him the wrong way, and now fans are giving Magic Johnson hell for it now that D'Angelo Russell has brought Brooklyn to the NBA playoffs uh, in the Eastern Conference. And now he's able to reap the benefits. He's able to be yeah. able to reap the benefits in Brooklyn. And given this summer is going to be highly entertaining in New York City, just off the fact that the New York Knicks are going to try and pull numerous players to try and revamp and make a completely different New York Knicks. Brooklyn's not too far away. They're right down the street. And maybe with what they've been able to do for these past, um, this past playoff series and this season for them in general, maybe they can even try and swindle some people over to try and play. Definitely better try. Better try. I mean, I mean, it's, it's still New York, bro. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah Never know. Never know. Borough. Shit, man. I'm even thinking about like Portland's opportunities after this. You know, I, I, I do hope like, you know, the small, small market teams, man, some of these superstars look towards to making that type of move. It's like, man, you know what? Dame doing it over here. Maybe I should go over here and, you know, help him out, help him get this shit popping. The only other, the only thing that has been entertained um, from reports for the Portland Trailblazers is just the fact that LaMarcus Aldridge has uh, entertained coming back and playing with Damian Lillard for the Portland Trailblazers. I don't know <laughs> if he continues to go through with that for the summer, but that would be nice to have LaMarcus come back and, and, and put on I'm sure uh, they'd the Trailblazers they'd accept again. Yeah, I'm sure they accept. Oh yeah, yeah. Fans should 100% accept Lamarcus Aldridge. Um, yeah, I mean that'd be. Yeah, I mean of course, of course you want to take him back if you can. There might there might be some that might feel a little bit of a way because he ended up going to the San Antonio Spurs in hopes of making conference finals and possibly getting a championship um, when Kawhi Leonard was there. But now that's completely different, and things have been a little bit uh, complacent for Lamarcus Aldridge in his time uh, with the San Antonio Spurs. Now he's on a team with DeMar DeRozan and Rudy Gay, but it's just a little bit different. Right, right. But all, but, but all in all, very excited for the second round, and that will be what we are focused on throughout the next week in the NBA playoffs. Um, it's been great basketball so far, so I mean, I have no complaints. Um, we haven't had any like crazy injuries Thankfully, too. Like, I'm glad to see that. Everybody's kind of been playing. I know uh, Blake Griffin kind of had his little thing, but he played through it. So, I know he Mm -hmm. got surgery today, I saw. Yeah, shout out to Blake Griffin for getting that cleaned up. He was able to. He balled, though. He balled. He balled, considering. All things considered. Yeah, and do do what he could, uh, being in a... 0-2 0-2 deficit to, to, to the Milwaukee Bucks. He probably was not going to be able to get a game for the Detroit Pistons, but it's completely understandable. You're just coming off injury, and you're trying to do the best that you can we see for Detroit the in the brink of elimination. And I think that's something that Detroit Pistons fans will be able to appreciate. All right. Um, but rest in peace to the Detroit Pistons. Rest in peace to the Brooklyn Nets, the Orlando <laughs> Magic, the Oklahoma City Thunder. Yeah, and the Jazz. And the Utah Jazz as well. Yeah. I think that's it, right? That's it so far, yes. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Nets. Did, pretty Brooklyn did, Nets. Did I, I say Nets? Said, uh, I don't know if you did or not. I couldn't remember. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, rest in peace to all the teams that have been knocked down in the first round. Your gone fishing photos are up on TNT. I am positive. And we'll move forward to see who ends up being this year's NBA champion and get even closer to the NBA superlatives once the NBA awards come on in June after the NBA finals, which will be a highlight for many of the NBA fans who are still stuck on, oh, the Warriors are just going to three-peat again. <laughs> yeah, because that's not, I mean, that's not fully 
you can't really commit to that this year. I wouldn't yeah, commit to it. I, 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 didn't, I didn't commit to it from October. I didn't commit to it from October. I mean, yeah, it's difficult to vote against them. I get it, you know, but, like, like you can, it's hard to – you can't commit to it necessarily, man. You never know. Yeah. Things are different. All right, so while we're locked on in the second round in the next week, let's get the shout-outs. Um, one thing that we have not touched on feels like in months. It's almost like a refresher. It's almost like a refresh. The NFL draft was on last night. Um, we have not had an opportunity to talk to Chanel Kuyper Jr. like we did last year in the <laughs> first season yet. of RSPN. Um, yeah. I mean, I'll give some, we- quick, some, quick some quick little some quick little, go. Uh, you Chanel Kuyper. I keep forgetting about that. Wow. Yeah, um, yeah Chanel. We haven't talked to Chanel Kuyper in a while. What yeah, is what does yeah, Chanel yeah. Kuyper want for his um, team and, well, and what's I'll, going I'll on in the this. NFL? I'll say this right now. You know, at the end of the day, uh, this is a very exciting moment for me because my team has a number one pick in the draft because we sucked. Um, no. So uh, I'm I'm hoping that we take uh, the Oklahoma quarterback of Kyler Murray. Uh, I'm sure you heard of the kid. He was thinking about going to play baseball instead of football. Decided on football. Um, now we did take uh, a quarterback who went top ten last year, Josh Rosen, um, and he had a solid rookie season, I would say, all things considered. We did fire a head coach at the end of the season. Um, he had an okay season, but I mean, he, it, it was his rookie season. So um, we have a new coach now. Uh, he's, I want to say, forty-one years old or so. He's a young, young coach. Uh, I'm hoping he has a lot of history with Kyler. Like he knows Kyler from back in the day. He coached him, so um, we gotta take this kid. We gotta take this kid. A uh, little quick, little quick primer for me. Uh, so pick number one, we going, we going with Kyler Murray to Arizona Cardinals. Pick number two, I got San Francisco 49ers making the right choice with uh, defensive end Nick Bosa out of Ohio State. It's an easy dub to me. It's a layup. You pick it, you move on. Um, Jets pick third. I'm gonna take them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have them take Ed Oliver, defensive tackle from um, from Houston. Pick four. I'm gonna say Raiders. They're gonna, they're gonna take Quinn Williams from Alabama. It's easy again. It's an easy layup. Um, and that pick five. I'm gonna stop here. The Bucks are gonna be picking at pick five, and I'm gonna say they're gonna go defensive. Um, I'm gonna go with. I'm rather gonna go with linebacker Devin White. From LSU, a linebacker, defensive end, Josh Allen uh, from Kentucky. So, yeah, man, NFL draft, you know, it's going to be it's fire, man. And shout out to Tampa Bay. I'm going to be ready to be in Raymond James Stadium in a couple of months. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. You, come, so. you come to the RNC house? You come to the RNC house for Mania? <clears throat> Who, me? Y'all don't want me in there. Man. What do you mean we don't want you in there? We want everybody there. Y'all don't want me in there, man. Why not? I don't want to put them up in no, in no, in no house party for RNC, man. I might show up. We're trying to get the pool right. We're trying to get the lights. We're going to try to get the lights popping. Me shirtless on a pool night in Florida? In Florida. <laughs> hey, anybody in the RNC? I know Cyrus is listening. Cyrus, take a look at this nigga, bro. Who popping up? Uh, there's gonna up. be there's gonna be gonna be special my guests. Niggas, my niggas, my niggas from RNC popping up. That's fine, but there's gonna be who, some special guests. Who's popping up with other organs? We can't spoil. We can't spoil it. <laughs> we can't. Spoil. Who's popping up with the <laughs> opposite <laughs> organs? <they get>. We, 
<laughs> we can't spoil. We can't spoil that yet. We what? What? We got some divas popping through, niggas. We can't, we can't spoil that yet. Nah, you know what? You making things through? too hot. We making things too hot. Who's what? coming through with opposite organs, man? You know what? Before you get, you, before, before you get too crazy, fuck it, before invite you get too, me to no nah, party. Before you get too crazy, coming. No, nah, fuck that. Nah, 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 You see, see, now you gotta switch top. Before you get too crazy, what do you do with? What do you do with Arizona? Um, you said you said they're picking a quarterback, and they just I, I had they a yeah. they 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 just picked a very uh, from what I saw last year it looked like a rated. talented quarterback. As well. What do you do with having two top quality quarterbacks? Do you think uh, that Arizona will pick you both of them, one. or do you think they're just gonna ship Josh Rosen out of here? Uh, well, you know what, I thought about the idea of them maybe just like considering Rosen's only on year two. What if Cliff says, "Well, hey, you know, who says we have to trade him?" Um, at the end yeah. of the day, there's a lot of talks of, oh, we're going to take Kyler and just trade him for, excuse me, I'm sorry, and trade uh, Rosen for uh, a, a lower pick in the first round or, you know, early second round, whatever. But who says we just take Kyler, pick him, and have him compete, and then trade Rosen later if he loses the job? I mean, we don't have to trade him, but it would be ideal to possibly get him off uh, and pick again in the first round and maybe take a, another wide receiver or, or cornerback. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, my, my initial, if I was in the front office, I take Kyler and I trade Rosen. Um, and I try to get back into the first round, if not very, very early in the second. But, um, I, I think, I think it's going to go that way. I think, I think they trade Kyler. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking, I think they trade Rosen. They take Kyler. Um, if they don't take Kyler, by some surprising chance, I think it is Nick Bosa. Um, and then, we you know, we'll just keep roasting and move on. And Nick Bosa's a really good player. Don't get me wrong. Like, I'm not going to complain if I start my season with Josh Rosen. But if Kyler ends up being the real deal, I'm going to be pissed. So I hope we take him. I just want to go ahead and just take him and just call it. Because we don't – the number one pick does not come often. You have to be pretty bad in the NFL to make this shit shake. And yeah. also getting a generational talent from a quarterback perspective. Also, you know, it's, we have a new a new coach. He knows Kyler very well. It's almost the perfect story, you know. So we have to consider it. I hope we do it. Yeah, it, it'll determine if I buy Madden. Um, what's this year? I guess it's gonna be twenty Madden twenty twenty. It's gonna determine if I buy Madden twenty twenty this year. Madden twenty. Because <laughs> if because because if we get Kyler Murray, if we get Kyler Murray, I gotta buy it you know what i'm saying just so i can play with my rookie quarterback but no you ain't gotta stop being green just give up that license 2k good 2k will kill a football game one more they're not time. giving up that license he ain't giving up that license boy yeah too green i mean but i can't hate on can't hate on to ea too much because i've been addicted to apex once again so yeah and fifa is the biggest sports selling game in general so do you do you, do, do you play P every time that I look at other games that are not FIFA and I look at PES? Do people do people play PES? I own PES. I have PES. Do you uh, like I, PES? It has its it has its things, you know, it's little things that I enjoy a little bit more. But see, PES, they got deals, right? So I'm gonna I'm gonna put it to you like this real quick. Tottenham is on PES, but they're not. Like it's like you, fake players. It's fake players, right? They don't have they don't have all the license, bro. Oh, that's they don't, weak. Oh, yeah, FIFA so has like, so like for example, yeah. for example, like you can ask Brian, like Brian. So PS has an exclusive deal with Barcelona. What I mean by that is, before the season starts, they go to Barcelona's training camp. Everybody gets scanned. Their celebrations, their taunts, their stadium. They have the mm. rights to Barcelona to put them in the game. So like yeah. Barcelona is on FIFA as well, but um, they get 
they got everything on on PS. Like it's just you know rights and shit like that and deals and whatnot. But I have the game. I don't play it though. FIFA is yeah. it's it's a it's a live it's an NBA Live 2K thing for sure. Mm. But there are some people that enjoy PS. Uh, it's made by Konami as well, so it's a pretty it's a nice engine game. Like, but FIFA is really just kind of un, unmatched to me. All right, well, so we'll shout, we'll shout, we'll shout out to the Arizona Cardinals. Hopefully, they'll be able to have some luck in the NFL. Please, guys, do the right uh, thing. Draft going forward into the next NFL season as well. Uh, what are what are, what are the shout outs do we have? Um, shout oh, out cool. to shout out shout out Dwayne Wade. Oh, can I do that? You shout out Dwayne Wade. Okay, shout out Dwayne Wade. I see you getting them TV deals situated. Um, take. I just want to say, take the TNT deal, man. I'd like Take to see TNT. him on a TNT deal more yeah. than I would an ESPN 100%, deal. 100%. According to some uh according to some tweets, I know I know tweets are not 100% uh are, are not 100% on their validity as of yet, but for what we've seen on reports, uh Dwayne Wade um is going should be expecting an offer from ESPN very soon on being on uh NBA Countdown and being a part of the ESPN team with uh, Jalen Rose, Michelle Beadle, Chauncey Billups. No, and man. No, bro. Hopefully the replacement of Paul oh, Pierce. Oh, my gosh, bro. I don't even want him on the show. But you don't want to join bro. them one ring, niggas. Go ahead and join them. Yeah, multiple, bro. Go join them multiple don't. ring squad. Go to, go yeah, to TNT, man. bro. Go to TNT. Let's flex some rings with Shaq real quick. If you go to TNT, because, look, they shoot that shit here. In Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... Come on, Wade, man. very you, good friend with Barkley once upon wanna, a time. I don't know you, you if they're wanna, still you, that close. You want to come to Atlanta more often or you want to go to Connecticut more often? Man? Make your mind up, Wade. It's on you, bro. And you're close, sure. you're close to Miami still. Yeah, I'm sure he I'm sure he enjoy Atlanta a lot. Oh my god, Clay Thompson. Yeah, sure you, did you see that? Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I looked up like, oh my god. <laughs> I'm sure he'd enjoy I'm sure he'd what enjoy Atlanta uh uh a lot more. Um Definitely. Other shout outs to be up. No oh, we did not discuss this at all. We did not discuss this at all throughout um this episode. Shout out to Cole What's Anthony. That? He has oh, uh, yeah, decided yeah. to go to the University oh, of my North Carolina. God. I'm so glad you said this because I can't, you know, Malone is a Tar Hill fan. I love Tar Hills. Obviously, I'm not I you know, I represent UConn, but um, you know, young young Kissa, young Kissa Cam, you know, he, he loves the hills as well. Um look, man, I'm gonna tell you what I've been told about Cole Anthony. Um so you guys don't know, uh, 18-year-old kid, he's a point guard. He's about 6'3". I want to say he's like 190 or fucking 185 or something like that. Uh, just uh, Oh, I think he's like the number two like ESPN recruit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, just a really good point guard. I think he's from Queens. Yep, son, um, of, son, son, uh, son of Greg Anthony. Yeah, son of Greg Anthony. That was, yeah, we, we were getting to that. But son of Greg Anthony, uh, this is a huge pickup for, for Tar Heels. Um this kid is the real deal, and I'm absolutely excited because Duke keeps getting players, and it's not going to stop, of course. But I saw one thing that a fan on Twitter said, uh, congratulations to Cole Anthony on your single semester of UNC, um, <laughs> uh, of, 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 of UNC uh, education. And Greg had retweeted it very quickly and said, "No, nah, he'll be doing both semesters." A little smile, man. I thought that was pretty. Yeah, uh, yeah, pretty... I like that. I like that too. Uh, how has this? How has this uh, replicated as far as feelings toward Cassius Stanley, uh, another large recruit, and his commitment uh, to Duke in the same week? Nothing, man. I mean, Duke gonna get players. North Carolina gonna get players. It's just 
North Carolina hasn't gotten like this is why to me I find North Carolina's like runs and their championship win uh you know a few years ago more important and successful because they weren't getting these type of recruits bro you know like they were doing it based off coaching and based off senior uh, you know older players seniors um mm. and you have to respect that so for them to get a player of this type of quality um is awesome and what they did this last season probably definitely helped Cole's you know, decision. Um, you know, Nazir Little and other players like that on their team who they're obviously always been making players go to the league and getting better and better. They don't they don't max their players out in uh in college, you know, and mm-hmm. we can talk all this Duke shit if we want, but we just saw one of the best Duke teams, you know, on paper ever. So I mean yeah, they got a great player. They their class is stacked. I mean Duke's class is ridiculous. Um, yeah. The the Cole Anthony news is just awesome because yeah, some some scouts are saying he's the best point guard they've ever scouted. Ever? Wow. Yeah, yeah, for real. And it's gonna it's, and it's just gonna end up in, um, making the rivalry even more tense, intense between uh, UNC and Duke. Uh, there was a good amount of that last year, and unfortunately, they did not. Whether well, they were not able to see each other in uh, the March Madness tournament, but I think this will even add to that. Yeah, I mean, Duke, Duke and Carolina rivalry ain't going nowhere, but um, yeah. This is definitely – it's awesome. Yeah, I'm really glad. I think his last four choices were like Notre Dame, Oregon, I think Georgetown in Carolina. So, oh, okay. um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, picking Carolina, man, that's – that's man, the, you you can't go wrong. You can't go wrong. There's a few there's – a, there's, a, like a, there's like 10 schools you can go to in NCAA, uh, play hoops, and you can't go wrong, man. Prestigious. Definitely. So shout out to that, and we'll see what happens between uh, – nah. Uh, Real quick, Kobe White is a lottery pick. I just want to say that Kobe White. Yeah, is that name isn't it? Is that a name we should pay attention to? Yeah, Kobe White is a lottery pick, man. All right, another target. Right, we'll, just want right, to say we'll that. Pay, pay attention to Kobe White, Cole Anthony, Cassius Stanley, and uh, the other kids who are making big names for themselves out of high school and are going to be doing a lot in the NCAA uh, in the next season around the end of the year. Uh, but that will not come for a long time. So with that said, let's get to uh, let's get to the moment. Hey man, I just saw a tweet that said Donovan Mitchell plays basketball like a Big Sean album. A Big Sean? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your soul? Of- no, it's not. But I got just happened to see it. Oh, like, that's a funny. That's crazy. Uh, that's funny. Uh, so it depends on the Big Sean. It depends on the Big Sean album, though. No, I'm not. I'm not saying that's true. I'm a Big Sean fan, so I'm not saying. If, it's play, true. if he plays like I decided, then that's kind of uh, no comment. Kind of man. That's kind there's of a cut. There's a cut on I decided. I really like. No, no, no. You remember? I don't know why we're talking about the Big Sean right now. But do you remember the uh, no more interviews? I'm not talking. Yeah, 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 da, 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 da. That song is hard, but that was it. It wasn't on the album, though, wasn't it? No, 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 it wasn't. See, that pissed me off, bro. Because that song is hard as fuck. You know what song he did put on the album, though? What? She made that back move. <laughs> that song. She is made crazy. the titties move. <laughs> chill out, chill out, chill out. I made the city. I was like, what the fuck? He was wilding. He was wilding. He was big horny. He was. <laughs> He was wilding. You gotta start watching the meters. You gotta start watching the meters now. Meters go and meters be going crazy all over the timeline. Yeah. Uh, my soldier moment. My, my soldier moment. My soldier moment. Holy shit! Why did I say that three times? I don't know. My you went moment. hard just now with that. 
My soldier moment. My soldier moment. My soldier. No, because I was because I was watching I was watching the the Warriors and what they're just. Yeah, I got it on too. I got it on too. Uh, my soldier moment for the week is actually not NBA related at all. It's so okay. mind blowing that I cannot believe that in it. 2019 that we are not doing the right practices for this. Um, my soldier moment for the week is Travis Scott. Wait, what do you do? He's currently dealing with a lawsuit that oh, DJ yeah. Paul is planning to prepare. For not for not clearing tear the club up for no bystanders, a yeah. completely obvious sample that you would think if yeah. you were of Travis Scott's stature that you would already have that handled, and yet really, here we I, are. You know, twenty million dollars that is about to be debated. Yeah, um, yeah, he gonna lose that case, bro. Like DJ Paul about to come up on twenty million, bro. How do you how do you not say how do you not clear yeah. that? Because I and, and I think DJ Paul even said he said that him and Travis had spoke like it's not no beef between you know him and Travis like I think he said it to TMZ that like they're I mean, actually I, I, cool you know, of course yeah I really hope that there isn't no 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 but like but like what I'm saying is that's a mistake you make you understand twenty million dollars how much does the label make off that record so you know shit it's almost better to sue than ask for the sample I'm sure <laughs> he probably he probably he's gonna make more money off the case. Than if he yeah. would have got the sample clear, he just asked, just asked got, for it. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Like that's probably why he said, "Ain't no beef between me and Travis." I mean, it's just, it's just business. Travis, it ain't coming out of Travis' pocket, nigga. I mean, I really, I really, I really hope not. But it's like, God, dude, how do you not? That's the name about to be. I want to. The label, the label, the label, the label should not have even got the, like shouldn't have let that happen. Really shouldn't have. He's uh, and, and what was even more mind blowing to me one off the fact that I don't know how the hell Travis Scott did not just clear this three six sample. It's the yeah, fact that I mean it seems months later amazing. DJ Paul's hearing no bystander. You didn't hear no bystanders this whole time. He could he could he could have been getting the lawsuit together. He probably heard it, but maybe he figured maybe he figured it got cleared. You know, on some other shit he didn't even think about it. You know, he was just like oh well. He hit up Juicy J like, hey, bro, you seeing checks for this? He's like, yeah, no. he's like, no, I ain't seen no checks for this. Checks? The fuck? Checks. Checks. Yeah, che- checks. <laughs> checks. And he's like, nah, hold up. Oh, man. But yeah, that's my soldier moment. Um, Damn, man. I don't. What's my soldier moment this week? Um, soldier moment this week, Gunner with the handbag? Gunner with the handbag? No, I like the handbag. I don't know why niggas <laughs> hating, man. <laughs> you gonna you go cop the Chanel handbag and wear it on the arm? I'm gonna put. What did I say today? You said you gonna wear it on the. You said you gonna wear it on the. In what between your arm. I was like, no, this thing is big wallet. What did I say though? I'm gonna wear it in the crease. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Arm. In the crease of the arm. I'm like, this thing is big wallet. I'm gonna wear it in the crease of my arm. Y'all, I sent the picture of the Chanel purse. I'm about to cop. Nigga said, imagine getting, imagine getting chipped. From a nigga carrying the Chanel purse, I'm gonna pull out the sig out the yeah. Chanel at the Chanel clutch, nigga. Get y'all niggas a piece of my mind. A piece of my mind. Yeah, you ran up to Tampa with the Chanel clutch. I uh, honestly though, I wouldn't do it unless I was <clears throat> like, I'm not out enough for me to have a fucking Chanel purse, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no reason for me to have one. But if I was out here. Hell yeah, nigga. I'll be right beside Gunner, nigga. Clutching him, nigga. Some, sometimes I'll be looking at the fanny packs like, damn, you can really put a lot of shit in them damn fanny packs. Look at all the shit. Yeah, like, I got, I got, I got. Chargers in there. I got a Supreme fanny pack. I got like a Supreme like tight fanny pack that I kind of, I carried that one around a good bit. And I got like a regular Supreme bag too. That's the closest thing to like a purse, but nigga. You don't I wear like scared. the fat niggas, do you? And put it over your, and put it over your uh, arm like a damn championship belt. You don't wear like the fat niggas, nah, do you? Like a championship belt. 
Even bro, if I want, like, I'm not a fat nigga, though. Nigga, you putting the shit over there, like, they put it over their neck and going Mark, over, like, their shoulder blade. Mark, what you so think like, my, bro, what this you looks my, terrible. What you think my body percentage is, nigga? What you think my body fat is, nigga? The fuck? I don't know. Uh, Let's get it, nigga. 3%? Lower, nigga. The fuck? <laughs> 2%. Nah, man. I got way more body fat than that, nigga. I'm just... I'm, I'm about to say, nigga, what the fuck? Less than 3%? What the hell? Nah, nah, nah. Man, I would not be talking to you right here if I had less than 3% body fat, nigga. I'd be out here on GQ, nigga. Chest hairs out. Fucking bodybuilding competitions. Yeah. Like, damn, all right, we find out this nigga's doing, doing weightlifting on the side. I, I, I do. Nigga see me, man. Don't play with me. He'll be, he be in competitions. Nah, I ain't doing no competitions, man. I'm about to say, let me find out this nigga. This I'm nigga just playing, jump. bro. We doing soccer this. We got a we got a soccer league this fall coming though, so that'd be fun. Stay on my p's and q's, man. I'm about to soccer be thirty. Gotta, oh, that, oh, that, oh, that's one other shout out that I have. Shout out my nigga David. Oh my God, Clay Thompson. Yeah, again. that shit was shout hard. Out, yeah, that was. Shout out my nigga David Beckham for saying uh, that the Inter Miami CF Stadium is almost done. Yeah, yeah, he he he, he, he eating that shit for real, man. Shout-outs Tottenham, man. We're in the semifinals. I don't think other people understand this. We're in the semifinals of the Champions League. We're in the semifinals of the biggest tournament in the world, uh, alongside Barcelona, Liverpool, and Ajax. So, I'm just trying to cop my fucking jersey, man. It doesn't even take it too long. Uh, you're not going to see them jerseys till end of this season of MLS, because the season just started like fucking a month ago, bro. So. Oh, it's going to be the end of the season? When, when's the season I mean, pr- probably, nigga. I think about it, because, I mean, the season ain't going to end until fucking summer, nigga. Oh, summer? No, summer. I can wait. I can wait. Yeah, yeah, they'll, 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 have, they'll put them on sale early enough because, like, you gotta understand your your inaugural jerseys are technically 20, 2020, 2021. So they're not gonna show them, you know what I mean, until they're actually on sale and they're gonna be up. You'll get them though. I'm probably, right. I'll probably cop one. That shit pink, man. If it's gonna be, if it's gonna have the pink and black, that shit gonna be hard. I'm trying to get my pink and white fit on real quick. Yeah, the pink and white gonna be fire. Fucking Easter fit, you feel me? Hey, buddy. All right, everybody that came through this week, listen to episode 31 of RSPN. Shout out to you. We'll be back next week, episode 32, the middle of the second round going into the conference finals as we get closer and closer to the NBA finals. So everything that you see within ESPN, TNT, ABC, and everything surrounding and relating to the NBA atmosphere, you will find it here on RSPN. So with he being Jeff, I am yeah. Mark, and we'll see you next week. Beep, beep, beep.